a discerning awareness between the direct experience, the immediacy of sensation, as distinct from the interpretation of sensations, images, associations, analysis. Notice those, let them float and fade into the background, allowing the mindful awareness to attune in synchronicity to the flow of sensations of body. Either a general full body awareness or particular prominent points such as the hands touching or pressure on the buttocks. From this initial grounding, widen the awareness in the sense of a full 360-degree spatial awareness in the field of sound. Attuning not just to the sound vibration, but also the space, the silence between sound or that surrounds sound. And as with the body field, the discerning awareness between the pure sound vibration or silence and the images or associations or definitions that arise in response, sidestepping you can these images and definitions inclining toward the simplicity of the pure sound vibration or the silence with both the focus and grounding in the body and the receptivity spaciousness from the field of sounds 
connecting with the breath. From a deeply relaxed place, feeling the breath from within the breath. Feeling the whole breath cycle in the abdomen, chest, or at the nostrils. Each breath is textured in a way unlike any before it or any that follows. A kind of interest and attention and ease that's required to feel the unique nature of each breath, subtlety and nuance of the elements. Smooth, pebbly, sandpapery, silky, tense, taut, fluid, relaxed, heat, cool. And from this refuge, a restful attention in primary anchor, to see how clearly prominent phenomena are known when they arise. Sensations of the body. Sharp, or distant, close, or dull, flat, painful, or pleasant. The mental sensations of thought images, words, pictures, Thought floods are isolated little thought moments. See them with an undisturbed presence. It's features of the landscape of the interior arising and vanishing. more complex mental emotive states the wanting mind or the content generous mind 
the aversive mental states are the connecting loving-kindness states. Energetic or dull, restless or calm, confident or doubting. All these dhammas with unique nature, each one having a particular texture and quality in the moment of its presence. All to be understood, not clung to, not pushed away. Seen and understood just in the moment of their occurrence. Not after they've passed, not before they've arisen. And noticing their very underlying nature of continuous, ceaseless process. All simply sensations of mind, heart, following their own natural law. Nothing to do. When you feel like your attention is scattered or disturbed, especially at the beginning of the sittings, remember to connect your attention with your whole body, your posture, and notice if your posture feels relaxed and upright. And then notice the different sounds with an open field of attention. Seeing if you can experience that ease of attention that just lets the sounds or the silence come to the attention. There's nothing that you have to do with the sounds, but notice them.
then see if you can have the same relationship with the movement of the breath as you have with the sound. Let it come to your attention. There's nothing you have to do with it, but notice it. And really see if you can be mindful of how this movement that we call breath, how it begins, how it changes, and how it ends. at the times when the attention is less scattered. Let the attention really explore your momentary experience. And see if you can become interested in any reactions in the mind to the change of pleasant, unpleasant, and neutral feelings. Sometimes we may notice that we feel slightly off, that we might be resisting what's happening, or slightly irritated. Or we may notice more distinctly fear or anger or rage. And then at other times we might notice enjoyment, just a slight happiness or joy, enthusiasm, excitement. And if we can become interested in these reactions in the mind and relate to them just as you have with sound, There's nothing you have to do with any reaction in the mind, but notice it. And very carefully and tenderly notice how these reactions begin, how they change, and how they end. Being careful not to get lost in the storyline 
about the reactions. And sometimes when they're strong, it can be helpful to note unpleasant, unpleasant, or pleasant. And of course, whenever we notice that we get lost in the storyline of the thinking, remembering to anchor the attention again and directly experience the changing sensations within the movement of the breath. Just do your best to notice the subtle nuances or the more clear changes of life revealing itself moment by moment. The practice of mindfulness is all about establishing and maintaining balance. Balance of body, balance of mind, balance of the various faculties of mind that allow the bare attention, awareness to be present without struggling. Over the course of the preceding days of the retreat, we have been gradually introducing the various objects of mind, the primary object of the breath, body sensations, sounds, secondary objects such as strong, uncomfortable, and sometimes pleasant experiences in the body, thoughts, feelings, intentions, subtle mental states, the whole vast variety of things to be known. And sometimes in the early days of a retreat, with this introduction of the range of objects to be known, it can arouse a lot of energy, interest, investigation, These qualities of mind also need to be balanced with the settling back, tranquilizing, calming qualities of mind. We do this by remaining settled in the body in a very relaxed, calm way, releasing any holding, then letting our attention rest in the awareness of the primary object and whatever else is known. It is as if the mind is one large empty space in which various things appear, the breath, sensations, occasional sounds, 
occasional thoughts, feelings. And without there being a central place from which these experiences are known, there is just the effortless awareness of each of them as they arise in their own time. Settle back in the body, open your attention, notice the ongoing appearance of these various things, establishing initially the continuity of attention with your primary object, remaining open and receptive to whatever else appears, the occasional sound that draws your attention, the strong sensation that draws your attention. And when you recognize you've been lost in a train of thought, just notice that, being distracted, coming back. Don't be disturbed by what you notice. It may be pleasant, it may be unpleasant. It may be of the past, it may be of the future, it may be of the present. Doesn't really matter. Rest your attention in the awareness of it. Whatever happens is only happening now. Rest in the awareness of now. Establish the continuity of mindful awareness using your primary object or your anchor while remaining settled in the body with an open and receptive attention. Gradually over the days of the retreat, the body has become stiller, calmer, and we're more present with it. Without activation by the mind, the body does not move. It's helpful to try to sit still and then to notice just what conditions body to move. When we feel an itch, there is an impulse to reach to scratch it. If we hear something in the room, there might be an impulse to open our eyes to see its location. Or if we feel discomfort in the body, there may be an impulse to shift the posture. When we feel discomfort in the throat or saliva in the mouth, we feel the impulse to swallow. Today we want to begin to notice these impulses to move 
prior to the actual movement. The impulse is really the arising of intention or volition in the mind. It's that impulse to do something. When we are about to do something, we feel an impulse. And if we're not aware, not mindful, the impulse will be followed by the action. If we are mindfully aware of the impulse, we have a moment, an instant, a gap really, where we can decide whether or not to follow through with the action. This moment, this space, this gap in the momentum of the mind is the place of freedom, where we have a choice. Otherwise, we're on automatic pilot, habitually acting out impulses without even noticing them. So begin today to notice the impulse for major body posture changes, swallowing, opening the eyes while you're sitting. This is not a prohibition against adjusting your posture or moving or swallowing. It is merely an instruction to begin to notice the impulse prior to doing it. This arising of intention or this impulse in the mind is much subtler than sensations in the body or even thoughts. Less formed, less distinct, much quicker, more ephemeral. And yet, it does exist. We can notice it. One helpful way is to hear the instruction then forget all about it. Just sit with your primary object, your anchor, noticing whatever else calls your attention, one of which may be this impulse to move, to swallow, to open the eyes. Just notice that. Move or not, not important. Noticing the impulse is, it is the gateway to freedom. And insight is the practice of freedom. Experientially, it means letting go the need to control how our practice unfolds. Letting go the pull toward comfort zones. And instead, aligning our intention, our motivation, chaitana in the Buddhist Pali, towards seeing the truth, seeing things as they truly are. This intention itself may be the discriminating wisdom that determines, for example, whether you focus in finally in a, in a limited area, noticing the minutia of sensation within the breath or the body or field of a, uh, sound vibrations, 
or it may mean a more wider field awareness. With either scope, the micro or the macro, the intention is still the same, the pure desire to see things as they truly are. And checking in with that intention helps adjust and align the awakening factors. It's easy to go for the comfort zone of samadhi, the serenity of concentration, and not really notice the nature of phenomena happening in the present moment. Or it's easy to hold a wide field awareness and get lost in space, so to speak. (coughs) Not seeing the nature of phenomena as they truly are, not attuning to the flow of things. The renunciation is the renewal, the commitment to a generosity of wisdom, of understanding. The only effort expended is just in this present moment, the scene of knowing what's happening from within the experience, not from the head, not from the intellect. We have the anchors as refuge, as sanctuary for mindful awareness. Breath, the body, the sounds. Checking in with intention can help determine whether a sitting primarily focused on an anchor is more appropriate for development of wisdom, the development of the awakening, energizing factors of awakening or tranquilizing factors. Or to let go in the moment-to-moment field awareness, whatever appears through the six sense doors, anchored in awareness itself. Not ever going after Phenomena. Phenomena of body and mind follow their own law, come forward of their own nature, and are known by present time awareness. Develop the sense of leaning back in the moment. Neither anticipating nor reflecting back. Poised on the crest of the wave of each moment's appearing, disappearing nature of things as they are.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.